0: You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. I'm here to teach you how to rise above the stress of modern life so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. Listen, the goal is not a perfect shiny life, but I am interested in helping you create a life that's perfectly suited to you. All right, let's get started. Well, hello. It's so lovely to be spending time with you here again today. And so this is the second episode of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. And stress is in the name, it's in the title. And I thought it might be really a good foundation to talk about what stress is, how we can adjust the volume of stress in our lives. And also, of course, I've got to totally give you Some homework. That is like my coach Lisa signature trademark. So the question today is, can stress be tamed? One of the things that I find really fascinating is that we talk about stress as a concept and everybody sort of agrees to the definition of it. But if I asked people what causes stress, Um, it's very interesting. A lot of times we look at like our circumstances in our life of like, oh, well, work is really stressful or being a parent to young children is really stressful or having so many things in my Netflix queue and I don't have that much time to watch TV is a little stressful. When the truth is, is stress really doesn't come from the things we have in our lives. It's really an interpretation or a perception of what is happening in our life. And for this episode, I did a little bit of research. I mean, let's face it, this podcast is a full service operation here. So I wanted to go and, and find a, a definition that I thought would really encapsulate uh, what stress is. And then we can talk a little bit about the whole taming it part of it. So I found a researcher, um, she is a Canadian researcher, Dr. Sonia Lupian, and she has a framework that is called N.U.T.S. And so already I just thought that was really funny, like, oh yeah, I mean like thinking of like little squirrels running around all stressed out, gathering N.U.T.S. And, and Dr. Lupian's framework, the N.U.T.S. stands for in is for novelty. U is for unpredictability. T is for threat to the ego. And S is for sense of control. And don't worry, in the show notes, I have a link to the article that I found that I'm looking at to share this with you. So don't worry if you're driving or whatever, you'll be able to find this later. So novelty how does novelty cause stress? So in the example here, it's like you're learning a new software program or you're expecting a new family member, like a your first child, things that you don't know what to expect. And then the second part, you, for unpredictability is things like, for example, what we're living in right now is with COVID, what going to happen? Are there going to be more lockdowns? What is happening with the science? What is happening with the way people are responding to it? That unpredictability. T is threat to the ego. And this is where things get really interesting, I think, is that there's like the idea of who we are. And you know, what we expect from ourselves. And when something from the outside comes in and kind of threatens that identity or the way we think we are or should be, that can be a source of stress. And then the S and NUTS is for sense of control. And I love the example they give here is like you're commuting in and, you know, there's a traffic jam or the lights are out and and you have no control over the rain having all the lights be out, which happens here in Houston every time it rains, is, you know, there's no control over it. And that lack of control, that perceived lack of control can be a source of, of stress. So I thought this actually, this framework really does encapsulate um, the source of stress you know, it's something you haven't encountered before. You don't know how it's going to go. You're not real sure how you're going to measure up to it. And it doesn't feel like you have control over it. And I think this is where the work I do is very different. Is that the instinct is, is that then our brains are like, great, let's just do things that are really predictable. Let's do things where that we know will remain comfortable for us. And absolutely, let's do things that we know that we're good at. um, So we don't have any of those threats to our ego. And our brain really does seek certainty, which is just another way of saying, you know, if if things feel certain, then our little primitive brain thinks, oh, good, then I know what's going to happen. And I'll be able to retain control over that. The problem with modern life is that that framework, that little old primitive brain of just keep me comfortable, keep me safe, and let's not, you know, do anything that's uncertain or unfamiliar, it doesn't really work in our modern world where we're constantly um, asking ourselves to be flexible to changing circumstances. So, how do we deal with stress in our lives? How do we adjust the volume or tame the stress in our lives? Well, one thing that most people try to do is they just try to control the circumstances, the things outside of us. If work is stressful, maybe it's time to find a new job. If um, parenting small children is stressful, let's just, you know, white knuckle it until they get older and things will get easier, at which point the parents of older children start to chuckle because. You know, things don't necessarily get easy when you change the circumstance. It may seem like it alleviates the pressure, but it didn't really solve the stress at the root cause. So what is the root cause of the stress? That's a magic question, isn't it? And my answer to offer you is that underneath all stress is thinking. Your brain is perceiving things that are coming in from your world, the circumstances of your life, the situation that you're in, and it's telling you stories about it. Our thoughts are just, they're our brain's responses to what's happening outside of us, and our brain is just trying to tell a story to make sense of it. So can stress be tamed really comes down to how do you handle the thinking that creates feelings and sensations of being stressed out, like even that phrase "stressed out," like there's just such a like a sense of motion to that, like oh, like the pressure is building up and it's gotta come out. I'm stressed out. No one ever says that they're stressed in, but I digress. So, how do we deal with that? The, the truth is, is a lot of it comes down to, and this is really what coaching offers, is being aware of the thinking that we do in response to the situations that arrive to us in life. There's a traffic jam on the way to work. There's a lot of optional thoughts we can have. One thought that we may have is, this is terrible. I'm going to be late. And if I'm late, then I'm going to miss the meeting. And if I miss the meeting, then I'm going to get in trouble. And it starts going down this rabbit hole of what-if scenarios. And none of that thinking causes the cars in front of you to magically turn off into side roads to make your way to work unimpeded. So the thinking, oh, this is terrible. And that what-if rabbit hole, it goes down. It just intensifies that source of stress. It intensifies the sense that you're trying to control something you can't control. That's unpredictable. You could also respond to it with the thought of, you know, traffic jams happen. I'm sure people will understand and I can't do anything about it right now anyway, except maybe try to find an alternate route. So imagine that scenario for yourself. Just sit with it for a minute. On one hand, you could be telling yourself, oh, this is terrible. It's going to ruin my day. And, you know, worst case scenario thinking, or you could be thinking, well, this is a situation that I'm in. Um, What are my options here? And just getting into that problem solving space. And with those two different options, those two different thought options, which one is likely to generate a sense of powerlessness or stress, and which one is likely to generate a a sense of, well, you know, well, let's do what we can, like problem solving or determination, maybe. So those are some ways, just one simple example that you can think about when you're feeling stress. It's just noticing, what am I thinking right now? And it is. are are these thoughts really helping me see past the stress? Because stress is really, it's something that is created inside your body by your response or thinking to what's happening outside of you. And another way, just looking back at that NETS framework, another way to respond to, to stress is just to think, oh, I'm in a novel situation. This is new. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yes, I'm probably going to be feeling a little sense of nervousness or anxiety about that. And just, you know, almost like recognizing that, of course, I'm going to be having some agitated feelings. This is new. It's novel. Or, of course, I'm going to feel uncertainty when things are unpredictable. Just acknowledging that can make you feel like a little bit of a load off. Or that third one, T, threat to the ego. Well, of course, if I imagine that I'm a good parent and then I was late to pick them up, of course, I'm going to feel stressed about that because I identify myself as a good parent who arrives on time, even despite that traffic jam with all the lights being out. And then of course, with S, sense of control. If you feel like things aren't in your control, how can you tame that? It's just saying, you know, I can't move the cars that are in front of me for the next five miles, but I bet I could either find an alternate route or just stay here. And accept what is, maybe turn on a podcast, listen to some music, and make the best of it, and just deal with what happens when it happens, like almost really intentionally deciding what you want to try to control in that moment. All right, so just to recap, so what is stress? I love this NUTS framework, and not just because it makes me think of squirrels, and I think squirrels are kind of charming. NUTS. N. Novelty. U. Unpredictability. T. Threat to the ego. And S. Sense of control. That when those four variables are affected or or part of a situation you're in, it is possible that you will have what you might label a stress response. And the way you can help tame that inside your own body and inside your own mind is to recognize it, to notice the thinking, and then just to ask yourself, hmm, okay, so I'm in a new situation, or it's unpredictable, or oh, that's just messing with my identity of what I think I am or should be, or I just feel a little out of control. And just acknowledging that And supporting yourself through that can really alleviate a lot of the stress. One of my very favorite things, and you'll probably hear it a hundred times as I make hundreds of episodes, I hope, is this idea that like, this is what's happening. Like situations are happening in my life. So now what? How do I want to show up for this situation? How do I want to be in this situation? Who do I want to be? in this situation that I would label as stressful. Oh, I love that feeling of like, like, I don't know, empowerment that comes with that. Like no matter what's happening, I get to really decide, like, maybe I do want to be anxious, but I'm also, um, I'm going to be patient with myself. And now we're on to our homework. So one of the things that I thought was really interesting, um, in, in, in the trauma informed training that I've done in the reading that I've done is when you think of like animals. So imagine there's a pack of gazelles and they're just like, "Mm," they're just nibbling the grass. Yum, yum, yum. It's grass eating some grass. And then one of them is like, Oh my God, this uh, lion, there's a lion in the bushes. And all the gazelles are like, ah, and they run and they almost all get to safety. Almost all. I mean, a lion's got to eat and the gazelles are like eh. in nature. When animals go through um, a, a situation, the reason animals don't have trauma is that they process it physically immediately. So when you see like a pack of gazelles that have successfully run away from the lion pack, that the gazelles will all like they'll visibly shake, like they'll they'll all be kind of twitchy. It's like if you see a video of it, they're all like. I don't know, like like wind or waves are going through their body, and so (laughs) it's really silly, but it's good homework. I'm telling you, practice this; it could totally change your life. So I had a situation where one of my kids um, really, like, genuinely scared me. Like, I mean, like i I screamed and probably jumped up like three feet in the air it's and they didn't do it on purpose. Maybe they did. I don't even remember what happened, but remembering this trauma response is I just um, I literally started laughing and shaking my arms and legs. I just worked all that adrenaline right out. And I would offer that you can try this. If you're in a really stressful situation, like try to find a way where you can literally like pull your full Taylor Swift and, and shake it off. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but this is why it's Coach Lisa's homework, is go out there and practice diffusing stress physically. Like, be like a gazelle and just be like, I'm fluttering like a gazelle who's just freaked out. Try it. It's free. It's a little weird. Maybe you have to lock yourself into the bathroom to try it so people don't see you and laugh at you and cause more stress um, because they're a threat to your ego. But give it a try. See what happens. So that's what I have for you. In the show notes this week is a link to that article that I was referencing. I also, um, again, this is a very fancy podcast this week because I've linked to an article um, that Harvard wrote on understanding the stress response. Plus, Mel Robbins did a class on Creative Live that I thought was amazing, and she talked exactly about like that same thing that on the opposite of fear. Or on the opposite of stress, it's not relaxation. It's like excitement. So when you're feeling stressed and you're feeling amped up, it can be counterproductive to go into calm. And I'll probably doing a podcast on that another time. But her um, class, Mel Robinson's class on Creative Live talks about that. And it's amazing. So I've linked up to that in the show notes. So that's what I have for you this week. This is a brand new podcast and I want people to find it so that I know that I'm talking to a lot of really fun, interesting people who are trying to make their lives better. So for this week, I would love for you to go out to iTunes, leave a review. If you email me a screenshot of that review by the 31st of October, 2021, so about three weeks, uh, two to three weeks after this episode comes out, I will enter you in a drawing for a $50 Amazon gift card. All right. How does that sound? So, email the screenshot of your review to podcast at lisaschwaller.com. That's L I S A S C H W A L L E R.com by the 31st of October in 2021, and I will enter you into that drawing. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying what you're learning here, I'd love to have you as a member of my Less Stress More Fun Podcast Community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the show, plus get access to things I share only with community members. It's been so much fun spending time with you today